The following day we were interviewed, one-on-one in separate little rooms, about how we had felt and how we had reacted to our time with the children. The room was equipped with a very basic desk, two chairs, a DAT recorder, a TV, and a DVD player. The person who interviewed me was a woman of roughly my age, quite powerful and with a calm, steady gaze. Under normal circumstances, I would have found her reassuring, but not this particular morning. During the previous evening and night, I had been very low and had felt the same kind of ache in my stomach and chest that missing yoke had caused during my first months in the unit. I had fought back the tears and turned my back on Johannes in bed. He had noticed that something was wrong and tried to comfort me, but hadn't really succeeded. Naturally, I didn't want to talk about this during the interview, but the psychologists running the tests had access to our journals, and therefore the woman interviewing me knew that I had had an abortion when I was young. And, as if that weren't enough, when she asked how I had experienced the contact with the children in light of the fact that I had had an abortion early in life and then not had any children, and I refused to answer, she said, Look at this, Dorit, and she pressed play on the DVD. Something greenish that looked as if it had been filmed with an underwater camera appeared on the screen. I was automatically expecting to see fish, starfish, corals, and billowing seaweed, and perhaps a diver in a rubber suit with an oxygen tank on his back. But after only a couple of seconds, I realized this was no film recorded at the bottom of some ocean, not even at the bottom of some lake, or even an aquarium. It was a room, a greenish bedroom, with two greenish people in a greenish double bed, filmed with a thermal imaging camera. At first the two people were lying there still and silent, one with their back to the other. But then there were some muffled sounds, then a murmur, and the murmur had words. Dorit, darling, what is it? and I saw, from above and at an angle, how Johannes turned me to face him with gentle force, and I heard my own muffled sounds transformed into words and sentences, at first chopped about by sobs and incomprehensible, then a little unclear but perfectly audible. I was surprised and horrified at the sound quality. The interviewer stopped the film, turned to me, looked at me, calmly waiting without saying a word. It lasted quite a long time. We sat there in silence, she with her hands on her knee and her gaze fixed on my face, me as stiff as a corpse. I was silent and stiff for so long that it finished me off completely. It was as if everything inside had shut down. I was empty. And when that happened, I was able, mechanically, to begin to explain how I had felt about the events of yesterday and what I had felt and thought afterward.